With the international break underway, it is time to discuss England. Now, following a disappointing draw to Ukraine, a one-all draw, today we are discussing what England need to actually have a chance of winning the Euros. Because at the minute, many people are saying, maybe we don't have a chance. Roll the intro. Hello and welcome back to the Lost in Possession podcast. First things first, do us a quick favour, hit that subscribe button, absolutely free and it takes two seconds to do so. Today, our debate during international break, it is all about England. Now, as I said, the, the, the underwhelming one-all draw against Ukraine the other day has left people asking the question once again, is Southgate the right man to lead England into the Euros next year? Or more importantly, what do we currently need to take England to that next level and finally get a proper win. Jamie, let's kick things off with you. Obviously, we'll discuss many, many points about England right here, but if you had to pick one right now, what is it we need to sort out before the Euros in a year's time? Probably Southgate. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm his biggest fan um, at all. Um, he has done well, considering if you compare him to other managers, but... He's probably, it's like the guy who's not ready, he's not the one to take to the final step. I think that's the, that's the main cause of it. Um, I think he does well in terms of coaching the team and sort of bringing, you know, a, a squad together that actually get on, whereas you've had what was called the golden generation, didn't like each other due to the club sort of situation. So he he stops that happening. But in terms of the managerial aspect, I think he's lacking probably is what, yeah, I think he's he can be the issue while we don't win the tournament. Yeah, Reese, where, where do you stand on Southgate, I guess, as a starting point? Um, yeah, I mean, I've sort of, I've never thought he'd be the man to win a trophy with England, but I thought, you know, he's probably the best we've had for a very long time. I thought he was the right appointment at the time. Um, I don't, yes, I think tactically he's questionable with some of the things he does, some of the decisions he makes. But I would argue that he's, you know, this is England's to lose Euro 2024. Let's be honest, we're going to qualify from the group. I think this is England's to lose. And I think it is now or never for him and England. Yeah. I think the the thing is, there's two points to it. And and with Southgate in particular, he has done better. And the case, the, the argument for him, he has done better than anyone. He's got us closer than anyone's got us for a very long time. And it, it's tough because it's obviously, I know how this is how football works, but it was a penalty shootout away from winning the Euros. Like when it gets to penalties and it is essentially the age old, you know, cliche of it's a coin flip I, I, I don't know can you hold losing the coin flip against him because if if mm. if he'd gone and won that do you know what i mean if in it's a 50, not the, 50, lo yeah losing on penalties you can't really blame anyone although he did bring two people on to take penalties and they both missed like he brought them on just before the penalty shootout was happening so that's something that can go against him for it. But normally, no, you can't blame the manager for losing a penalty shootout. And also the same really with the World Cup, Kane missing a penalty. So it is penalties that have, you know, 
put a bit of a downfall on him. But if you look at the Italy one, really at home as well, that's what makes it even bigger. People, you got to remember we're actually at home. It's a Euros final where you're not normally you're in a different country normally. So you're at home. You should be winning that. It, that Italy side wasn't one of their great sides. It they were on a very good run of not losing, but they still weren't you know world beaters like they weren't expecting to go into the World Cup and having a good one. They didn't qualify. That kind of sums it up. So that's where it's sort of maybe not the penalty aspect, but we probably should be beating them before that. Yeah. And I, I think that's that's the point, isn't it? Because I remember we, we were playing well, looking good, and, and we sort of took our foot off the gas, it felt like. Once we scored. Yeah, yeah. And I guess you have got to blame that on the manager. Because many, I know we're, we're talking about an old game, but these are the fine margins that win and lose. And I think the problem with Southgate is because he doesn't have that track history of managerial success. Let, let's say, you know, let's say, I know we've, we've sort of jokingly said it would be great for England, but let, let's say it was like Pep or, or you know, Jose Mourinho, whatever. So one of these coaches who you just knows one trophy after trophy after trophy. When they do something questionably tactic, tactically, you kind of go, oh, it's, you know, it's Pep. And he kind of gets away with it because of his previous success. But I don't think he does, if that makes sense, because he, got, like like Pep, May did that sort of change and we lost to you in the, we lost to Chelsea in the Champions League final. And City fans still was like, he was wrong. The media, well, so every, I think every manager, no matter what you make of it, does get, does get the blame. So I don't think they actually do have to get the hook. But with the Peps, with what Mourinho was doing in the past, well, actually still at, Roma winning, uh, like getting to finals and winning stuff with them, it's still, they've got the track record of winning it. And it's more like you can't win everything, but you do win stuff. And he's now not winning. He's still not winning stuff and he's not got a record of winning stuff. So that's just, a, I think it's hard because you have to win. You got to do it your first time at one point, but as a, as international, there's so little chances to win it. You can't be taking that risk, whereas it's different for club football where it's every single season and there's four trophies on the line. Yeah, I think it's a tough one. And I, I, I for me personally, if I had to make a decision, I, I'd say I think he's earned one more go. And I do think there's an argument to say if he doesn't win the Euros again, we said it with the World Cup, didn't we? Sounds ridiculous, but if he doesn't win the World Cup or he doesn't win the Euros, he's he's got to go. But Sadly, that I feel like that's where we're at with this squad because we'll get onto it now in, in, in the next conversation, but this is potentially one... Well, it's not potentially. It is one of the best squads in the world. So I don't understand why... <laughs> I don't understand why we're not, we're not getting over that line. And naturally, people are going to point to Southgate and say he's the reason. Yeah, I mean, while Southgate knocks at Jamie's door... Um, to try and disagree with him there, I think. I think he's he's a good coach. I think international level you can afford to be a good coach, and you do need to be a manager. Yes, he's made some questionable things, and yes, everyone says you have to win the Euros to, you know, justify it. But isn't that the same with club football? You have to show some form of progress, right? In international football, you can't keep going. Oh well, we got at the group stage every year, or we got to the quarterfinals. Realistically, this is one of the of 
when Mark Roberto Martinez was at Belgium, right? Never got through despite that golden generation, never actually achieved anything. Golden generations don't always tend to achieve anything, but sometimes you've got to see some sort of progress. We've seen the best progress we've seen here. We saw it with that German team that won the World Cup. Saw it with the French team that won the World Cup. Uh, the, you know, the Argentinians. There's, there's got to be forms of signs of progress, and there is progress here. You know, the Ukraine result doesn't matter. Realistically, it's just a one-one draw. You know, as long as they go and win the others. Yes, Scotland. I know it's a, a friendly or whatever. Is is going to be a big game. That'll be an interesting test. Southgate because it's a matter of how can you handle these situations you know even if you consider it a friendly um, I just think I think for him yeah this is his last chance and then that that team will never win anything if they don't win this Euros I mean the rest of the countries in it they're they're pretty poor Germany are all over the place they've just sacked Flick Spain are not what they were they're not producing the players anymore France have a good tournament then they have an absolute then they you know self-implode they had a good tournament in the World Cup, so they're probably due to implode in this one. Italy are not what they were. You know, most of these teams, most of these nation teams, we are the best nation team in Europe at this moment in time. With the consistency we've got and the trajectory we've taken, we're much better than most of those teams. You know, it's just whether we can handle the big occasion. Yeah. I think, like, I think probably, I'd probably say France are, I get, I get your point on sort of them imploding on they're, they're having a good they're having a good tournament and a bad tournament but they're the big, I, I they're get the that point but I think they're the best they're the best team overall if that makes sense they'll be confident so, they'll be a different confidence to England as in they know they'll win it if that makes well, sense yeah, I think England will hope to win it but then you you've know, also I got I think with Germany you've got to also take in they've got the home advantage in the Euros as well now they've sacked Flick but that means they're in their bad spell there's still time to turn it around. Like they've got what a whole a whole season, pretty much letting the rest of the season to turn it around. It's not a lot in international football, but I still feel if they get in a good coach manager, then that can still still be fine for them. It's not the teams of the ones that won the World Cup. Don't get me wrong, but I still feel like they're they're good enough and at home advantage to be a team to challenge. It's yes, but I probably would say we're second behind France, but we're not winning anything at the moment. So it's like it's one of them where you've just you you have to get over that line, and unfortunately, it's coming time and time again where we don't, and you can't get rid of the internationals and just buy new players. You can't do a Chelsea spend a billion on them. It's who who's your national. What nationality are you? That's the only way it works. But I think we need to get into the squad as well. Like it's not all Southgate. Like I'm not saying he's fully the reason why. But then if you look into the squad, I think I can I'll name you I'll name you two names and this can sort of sum up Southgate, Maguire and Phillips. Why are they in the squad? Like Phillips, I think even more than Maguire. <laughs> um he's not He's not even a sub option really for Pep. At the moment, his career at City is coming on in the 90th minute to waste a little bit of time when we're three, four nil up. Like not even a two one and come on and shore things up. No, it's not even that. So I don't see how he gets into the squad, to be perfectly honest. And it then is... Maguire. Yeah, go on. No, go on. I was going to say it is a strange one, isn't it? I think 
I think because he gave it um, a thing about he'll pick players on merit and then obviously he's picking players that don't even play. Yeah. Teams. But realistically, yes, they've done the job. So I'm not going to be critical of him in a sense. I'll be critical if we don't actually go on to win the Euros and he plays those players. Because you do have to think like, well, you know, come on. But like, I know you're going to mention Maguire, but it'd be interesting, you know, I, he does the job for England, but I just think realistically, who would we say is a better person in his position? It, it, for the England team at the moment, who was delivered like that? Well, no one, no one's. Been, I don't think anyone's really been given the chance to. Yeah. In in that centre because it, I don't think it's just my bias, but City, it's Stones is the centre back. Stones should be the number one centre back for England, and then it's picking who his partner is. That's been Maguire for the past few tournaments, and I think he's been. I, I've. I think I have said this to you both. He's been. He hasn't been as good, but people see him score the header. So then his ratings for England went from, you know, like a 6.5 to like a 7.5 because he's got that goal. So that's where I feel like his it's been not overshadowed because he has still done well, but I think it's been looked like he's... This is probably why he got the 80 million <laughs> price tag at Leicester because he did well for England getting them goals and he looks like the hero. He looks like he's keeping the clean sheets and getting the goals. I think he was a good yeah. defender, though. I think, like, obviously he's not had the best time at United, but a lot of it has also been him being an absolute scapegoat for everything. Yeah, but he, he has also got... been awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, he, but he's not been... It's going to sound weird, but he's not been as bad as people have made him out to be. No, he hasn't. No. He's been uh, overhyped no. completely. This is this is where things come into. I think one, we do need a better defense for England. Realistically, I mean, he's done well for us, but come on, you know, your number one goalkeeper shouldn't be playing for a team struggling with relegation. Look across Europe; all their goalkeepers are much better. Um, but on club level, I think Maguire is let down a lot by having a poor midfield in front of him. I do think at England he's got that midfield in front of him they'll protect him and let's be honest Rice and Bellingham are going to be key I think to England's achievements as well as Harry Kane I think they're going to be the three players that can deliver so the defence probably can afford to be a little bit weaker I don't think we need I don't think the midfield is weak at all I think the the, the issue for me well, going back to Maguire's step is although like he's one of the boys obviously they get on well with him and, and they've had a history of success and maybe that's why Southgate picks him. You know, sometimes you need these players. But when Maguire's getting absolutely rinsed every single time he plays, and you're, again, Stone to Maguire, probably, mate, it's probably getting really well. But when, you're, when you've got 10, players on, 10 other players on that pitch, in their heads, I, if Maguire's been as bad as he's been for two, three years, and you're there in, in, a, in a semi-final, whatever, against France... There is a, I don't care what anyone says, there is a little bit of doubt in those players' minds about his ability as a defender. And that does knock your confidence. You've got to be able to beat, you know, the France is the, you know, the Argentinas, whatever. You can tell they've got that confidence and arrogance about them where they believe in every single player on the pitch. And having a gaping hole like Maguire in the team, despite what he's done for England, I just don't think it, I just don't think that's, we're not going to win the Euros with Maguire's centre back on his, based on his form for like the last two years. I just don't see it. No, as, uh, as controversial as this though, I think I think Maguire has actually put up with a lot of this stick, and I think he's handled it quite nicely, quite elegantly. I think his mentality 
is better than I know he's a different position, but I think he's got a better mentality than Saka. Saka, the guy who missed the penalty in the league at West Ham and then disappeared towards the end of the season, you know, and yes, it was unfortunate he missed the penalty in the Euros, you know, but I think he, he does more of a disappearing act when it matters. I think Maguire has a better mentality and yes, he's got a mistake in him, but I think I would look to him to pick me up off my feet, so to speak, even though he doesn't might not have the quality into what Saka would have. But like, let's sort of move on from talking about Maguire then. If we, I think we're probably unanimous thinking Maguire probably shouldn't be starting for England. Who's his replacement? Who comes in? Because you had, you had Gay play last um, against Ukraine. Mm. You then had on the bench, you had Cole Will, Tamori, Dunk, all three centre-halves. They were on the bench. So it's kind of picking out of them but none of them effectively are world beaters in a way but i know you i know you really liked colwell jordan i know you will you'll rave on about him but at the moment in his career he's not at the top top level no he's he's not ready yet yeah yeah this is the experience at a level yeah i'm not saying he won't i'm not saying he won't be but at the moment and we're talking about the end of this season so it's kind of like it's got to come quick yeah, the gap is too wide, isn't it? I think Tamori's not been himself since Milan. I think he's, I think he's been shown to realise why Lampard got rid of him in the end. Um, I think he did well for like Dunk, a good yeah. six months or something like that, and then he's dropped off a bit. Exactly. Yeah. I think Dunk is probably the more deserving in that position because he, let's be honest, he's cons- performed in a consistent Brighton side. But realistically, I wouldn't say he's better suited to that style Southgate plays. Maguire is probably better suited to that. But what what do you mean? What do you mean exactly though by the style? Because he can't, he can't say he can't he can't he can yeah, definitely play out from the back. I don't know. I, I do think Maguire is a better player than Dunk. I do. Overall, yeah, he probably is. But I think I, at the moment you've got to go. I think if you yeah, go if, a flat four, if you're going on merit like you're supposed to, then yeah, Dunk should be playing ahead of him. Yeah, but realistically. You know, if I put it in terms of quality, I, I wouldn't say I think Maguire is probably lucky that the defenders behind him in the line are not as as good. And that's not being harsh. That's that is the reality of it, you know. And I think the only other one to mention is Ben White, who's not been in the squad after he had to withdraw. Yeah, he's um, finished with England. If not, he might well, back well, the while, right back while Southgate's there. He's probably finished, would you? You think? Um, there's opportunity for him, but I, I just think that I think if they're going to play him, they'll play him at right back, and I think the right back options are already better. There's no chance yeah. in hell, you, in you, absolute you hell, Ben White know, will ever like, play right back for England. Well, I've seen Arsenal fan TV saying he should be playing, or it was yeah, I think they agreed with someone. So I think someone on that talk sport said, oh. His build, his sort of, you know, chemistry link with Saka means he should be playing right back for England. Absolutely. It's not FIFA. That is <laughs> it's not FIFA. Stop talking about chemistry. chemistry. Let's, let's not, let's not yeah. get ridiculous here. Um, I think then probably the next position, and I think if we move up the pitch, is that third. It, I presume England will play probably a more 4 3 3 is the sort of formation. I know they kind of tried a three, it was kind of like a 3 5 2 against Ukraine with Chilwell playing the sort of left mid, but that's just how far forward he gets. 
really. But I think the third centre mid position, because at the moment I think Rice and Bellingham are guaranteed to be playing. So it's that third centre mid position. And this is where I find it quite interesting um, because I don't know what Southgate's going to do because he picked Henderson there for the Ukraine game. But should Henderson be starting? Over, you can play what Madison plays there for Spurs. Foden's now getting a bit of a roaming role which could fit into that. Uh, Grealish can do that. Um, Gallagher came on. Sort of, there are plenty of players who can do that. I understand yeah. Henderson being in the squad, yeah. but I don't I don't see him being in the starting eleven. Yeah, I think I think Henderson is the again. It's an example of a t- tried and tested method for Southgate. Yeah. But I would agree. I think Madison has a great opportunity to stake his claim, and then you can move Rice more into Henderson's position. Probably, um, you've got Bellingham obviously in midfield. You know, you might even want to move Trent into midfield if he goes for that. I don't think you need to, though. Yeah, I'm not convinced by the trade. No, but if you wanted to change things up, but I think it's Madison's chance to really stake his claim. I think if he has a consistent season, so to speak, I think he would probably get a chance to start above Grealish and Foden because he, again, he will play more for Spurs. I think Foden and Grealish are more likely to be rotated. So I think, especially in the mid, in, in that third centre mid role, that's going to be that's Madison's position at Spurs. That's yeah, not. That's not technically Foden's position. That's oh. not technically Grealish's position. So yeah, I fully agree with that. In terms of he he can make that his own, but is Southgate going to just go? Well done. You can be in the squad, but Henderson's going to start. No, I, I I think to our point and and to the the title of the thumbnail, this is where we need to actually make some serious change, because as good as Henderson is, we know he's getting on. He's gone to Saudi. That's him accepting he's past his peak. I don't care what anyone says. It's not but, for the money, don't worry. He yeah, has, yeah, not for the money. Yeah, all of that stuff. Um, the talent, again, we've got in this third third role. It has to be Rice for that defensive cover because we've not got a CDM as, as good as him and Phillips isn't going to get there in a year. Bellingham, obviously, assuming he's fit, the form he's in at the minute, I, I, I don't see him dropping off that. He has to start. But I do agree. I think... I think I'd say there's probably three players who can get in that sort of cam role and all of them are better than Henderson, in my opinion, in terms of option, pace, energy. And I think Madison, you've covered the form he's on at the minute. If he does this for Spurs for a year, he's in that team, no question. Like 100%. But again, it's, it's, it's context, like three, four games. We've got to remember that. Um, I personally would love to see Foden in that, again, he's only done it for a few games, but in that free, sort of free form role, whatever you can call it, just floating about, because he could cause a lot of problems for defences. The issue is, is the striker the right fit? It works with Haaland, but I don't think Kane's that guy, that sort of running yeah. behind. Um, Foden doesn't... Foden, I think, at the moment, is lear- like is learning to play to Haaland for City. Because actually Foden wants to, if you saw, I think a good example is the Champions League final, where he got the ball turned, which Mm. this is what Phil Foden does, and then he wants to run. And then he either takes the shot or he squares it, and that's where Kane will be. But it's a bit different with City. City are like, no, instead of making that run for the shot, you play the ball to Haaland, he shoots. So that 
could be something that sort of does go against because they're different players. But I get, I do get what you mean by it's a bit different between Haaland and Kane. I yeah. feel like Foden might actually enjoy it a bit more being able to make that extra dribble and then play it across. Yeah, I think Kane, then... Kane would have to be told almost to not drop deep because he loves mm. doing that. <laughs> but I think if Foden's yeah. in there, you don't need Kane dropping deep. Kane needs to be making those runs staying forward. And will he do that? I think that's the only debate with that. Do you well, think... I think he has to. Would you say that one of Southgate's biggest problems is there is too much quality to choose from particularly in that midfield position everyone says you can never have enough in... but I think I think these are players that are all very very similar to each other and I think that causes a headache because it's like well at club level it's different because you can you can play differently but I think there is a bit too much quality sometimes hence why it's a bit difficult to get the tactics right and fit the right players in so this is where I don't think he can actually win <laughs> Because he's got to leave someone out, you can't play all your you can't play all your attackers. So this is where he'll drop Foden. He'll play, let's say, he'll play Grealish on the left, Madison in the middle, Saka on the right, Kane up front, Bellingham Rice. Very good team, sort of on paper. We don't win. He'll be like, well, why didn't you play Foden? But then if he plays Foden, doesn't play Madison, same thing happens. Why didn't you play Madison? He he can't win in that aspect, but. That's what you've got. To, that's unfortunately, as a football manager, you've got to deal with that. Yeah, and and that, so that's that's a, it's a it's a luxury more than a negative. Yeah, and even in that, yeah. we're trying to debate it between two or three. You've also, in terms of who's not in the squad, you've got Mount in that position as well. You've got Eze coming through and pressing. You've got potentially Gallagher. You've got there is a lot of it is tough being Southgate. Like obviously, it's a it's a privileged position to have that choice. But it is hard, and you're right. But that's you when you're talking, win. You're, we're, we're talking about winning the tournament. So you've got to have these players. <laughs> yeah, true. Kind of thing. So if you don't have them, then we wouldn't be talking about winning. We'd be like, can we get to the quarterfinals? Mm. Kind of thing. That's, yeah. yeah. This is it. It's like, I think as well, Southgate shouldn't be afraid to be ruthless. If everyone goes, oh, why are you not playing him? Why are you not playing him? But I look at some of the best international teams, you know, and I look at how they could leave a whole starting 11 at home because they have that system that works. Be in that position to be like, well, no, I've got good players. I think I used to look, I remember England particularly, we used to, all you had to do was turn up, you know, and be named on the subspension, you'd get a cap. You know, we were giving them out like they were going out of sweet, you know, out of fashion. No no disrespect to Ricky Lambert, I really liked him, but he was getting it. Would he have ever got a call up by Germany or peak Germany or peak Spain? Not a chance. So so let's let's be real. It's good to be in that position where now it's like, you don't just get a cap here. You really, you really have to be good. But I guess with that sort of just to go with a slight argument of that is, Lambert got in because he was actually on really good form, <laughs> and that's what we're kind of saying against the likes of Maguire well, and things is, like that. It, yeah, I think I, I, think he, that... I, I get what you're saying though. He was he's not probably the standard you want to be winning tournaments. He's not. No, and I, I just don't want to disrespect. I don't want to disrespect Lambert. I'm sure you know. I, I did like him as a player, and I'm sure he's listening. Obviously, <laughs> but it was like I felt like we were just giving them out. You know, oh, you can have a cap. You can have a cap. Oh, I see you. You know, you've been signed by Arsenal, like Theo Walcott going to the World Cup. Never played a game for Arsenal at that stage. Yeah. Why not go? You know, I, I'd like to see the ruthlessness to be like, yeah, look, we've got a, a treble, two treble winners. 
in our team at the moment. None of them are getting in because the players we've got are performing consistently better. You know, yes, that goes back to the whole world. You know, but why is he playing Maguire? You know, Germany had Jonas Hector as their left back and he was playing in the second division with Cologne. He did a job for Germany. So again, he can't win Gareth Southgate, but we should be blessed that we're in a position where we can actually be ruthless with the team selection. Yeah, but it's right. The form form sometimes is crucial because touching on what I said earlier about the Maguire, the, the sort of lack of confidence, you would probably as a player just rather see, you know, it doesn't have to be a centre-back, but a centre-back who's had a breakout season or has been outstanding, won trophy, not even trophies, like, you know, awards or whatever, players who have had phenomenal seasons because you're going to have more confidence in them performing on the big stage. So I do think, again, you've got to throw some of these young guys in now, give them a chance to to do anything. Because Gerhi, you, you know, look what, against, he played one you game. You do that against Scotland, can't you? Yeah, friendly. yeah. Yeah, and I, I hope he does. But you've got, to, you've got to give them games now. Like, we can't be having this debate where there's not that many international games left. Although we've got a year, there's not going to be loads left. So you've got to, got to get them in there now. If Maguire's out of form, drop him. Again, going on Maguire, but if they're not informed, get them out of the squad, give someone a go. Um, I think it's more like if you're in if you're in awful bad form, you should you should be dropped. But it's more like let's say Kane doesn't score for Bayern for five, six games. It doesn't mean drop him, because you don't like I'm not talking about his performance there, it's just not got the goals. And then say let's say Wilson's banging in for Newcastle. It's not naturally get him out, get him in, but Maguire's form's been bad for so long. That's, I think, the main concern. And then Phillips doesn't actually have any form. He's got no, no form at all. So that's where I feel like you got them position. I think lastly, which is a different type of topic, is the left wing position. So I don't think Southgate knows who he's playing there. And I think the four, well, the three main contenders for me, but he played, he played Madison as well, left wing, or it sort of showed... Um, on the sort of uh, formation was Madison, but then you got Rashford there, Grealish, and Foden can all play there. Now you got Grealish, who's stapled that for City ahead of Foden, to, being honest, and won the treble. You got Rashford, who is much more of a goal threat than the other three. So that that one, I think, is the final sort of that one. You can you can mix around, and he will mix around. But that, I think, is going to be a massively key decision to get right in the tournament for us to go and well, win it. Who would you play there in that left-wing position? Depends who we're playing against. Because if you've got a team that's going to sort of high press, I, I can't give you examples. I can't say I know too much about it. But actually, I think like a Spain, I'd actually play Rashford. He's got that pace to get in behind them because they're going to want to dominate the ball. And when we get it, we want to counter-attack. But if we're going to control the game, like we will for a lot of them, Grealish is probably a better position to have that ball. He'll take on a player, he'll draw fouls, and he'll cause problems. Uh, but I think Foden will. I think Foden should play in the middle for England. Whether it's Madison or Foden, it's sort of like they two, them two can battle it out. But that's where I think Foden should play. So it should really be... Grealish and Rashford in them sort of positions just depends on who we're against. And both of them, I think, can do a job coming off the bench. So if you pick one, it's not working, the other can come on. So that's a, yeah, that would be who I'd go with. 
yeah, I, I can't disagree with that, to be honest. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's anyone else that could be, could find their way or fight their way into contention for that position. But I think it's going to be tough. As a, not on the left, probably unlikely, I'd say, on the left. You've obviously got Sterling as well. You can go left or right. Um, I'd say he's more contention for right with, with Saka. Um, he's got to try and get in the squad, to be fair. Yeah, but... yeah. And there's a, yeah, well, there's some of these players might, yeah, could just completely go out of form and not not make it. Yeah. But I feel like for that role, most of the ones who said would make the cut if they're fit. Um, but to be honest, no, I, I think I agree with you pretty much what you said. Rashford, based on last season at, at least, gives more, is way more likely to score a goal than Grealish. That Grealish will win you 10 fouls a game, you know, yeah, 10, 10 free kicks a game in a dangerous position that we can then score headers from. So, yeah, I think there's an argument for both, to be honest. But I, yeah, Fo- just on Foden, I, I really, I like the idea of Foden in that in that CAM middle role. Reese, you got to pick one now as well. I agree with Jamie. Actually, I think Rashford. Yeah, put him against those teams where you know you'll be able to attack. But I think when you're coming against the teams with that more tactical sort of approach, the Italians, you know, I think I think Grealish might be a little bit more beneficial there. All right, and. I guess finally we've got a couple of minutes left. We might as well. It's, it's a year too early, but right now, all factors considered, all players on who aren't in the squad being fit, who would your starting lineup be? Jamie, no pressure, but we'll come to you first. Um, I'd stick with Pickford in goal. I do agree with Reese's point, but I've kind of just said he's done very well for England. He doesn't deserve to be dropped. Uh, Walker. Stones. I'd probably say I'm probably going to go with Dunk at the moment. Um, left back. I'm actually struggling because Shaw seems to do better in England system, but I prefer Chilwell overall. But at the moment, Shaw's injured, so we'll go Chilwell. Uh, Rice, Bellingham. I want Foden. On the right, Saka. Up front, Kane. And on the left. Like I said, depends on the team, but let's say Greenish. I'll stick with my city bias. Reese. Yeah, pretty similar, I think. I think you have to go for Pickford. I think, yes, he's got a calamity in him, but he is probably... I think they all do. Style of play. <laughs> yeah. He's better for the style of play, I think. Um, yeah, similar with pretty much a defence. I, I would put Maguire over Dunk. Um it's a shame you can't sort of encourage maybe Chris Smalling out of retirement to do a job, but Southgate clearly doesn't like him, so that's why he doesn't play for England. Um, yeah, I agree. I think Shaw does well, maybe chill well instead. I'd have Reese James at right back any day of the week. Uh, Bellingham, Rice, midfield, along with, I've got to say, Henderson or, or Madison, one of the two there. Rashford on the left, Foden, centre attack. Saka has to be on the right, and I probably would take him off towards the end of the game. So I just don't think he's got the mentality for the big moment like that at times. Um, and Kane has to be up front. I don't think. He could I think not you might have picked twelve there. Well, we. <laughs> no, I was going to say, have you added an extra one in? <laughs> I think you've got I, an extra I, I've rotated around, haven't I? So I've just said I'd have him or him or, or whatever. So, All right, I'll try and pick eleven. Uh, pick Pickford in goal. I, I agree. I don't think. I, Maybe you can make a case for Ramsdale, Reese. I know you'll disagree. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, 
That says a lot when you're picking current Pickford, considering his form. But I'll stay loyal to Pickford. Uh, right back, assuming he's fit, which will probably not happen. I'd say Reese James. Uh, Stones. And for me, I, I'd still go with Tamori. More pace than Dunk. Stones hasn't got a load of pace as well. You need you need someone pacey in there. Um, so Tamori Stone centre back, Chilwell left back. He's better than Shaw. That's the snowball. You're, the... so, you're so attacking left and right back with a four at the back. But no, yeah, they'll 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 go Chelsea forward. Bias. Huh? Chelsea bias coming in here. No, that well who? Sammy Abraham up front. He's probably got him in there. <laughs> listen, there's absolutely <laughs> no Chelsea bias. Wait for the no midfield. Chelsea yeah. bias. Reese James is. A, I don't even need to debate on him. And Chilwell no, is better than Shaw. I said yeah, it years ago, and I stand by my point. Um, midfield, Rice, Bellingham, and then Foden in that centre role. Up front, obviously Kane, Saka on the right, and I'd probably say Grealish on the left at the minute. Boom. That is a Euros winning side right there. Um, in a way, other than France, it is ours to lose. Yeah, I think we yeah we need to be getting to the final. Like I know that sounds a lot of pressure, but we've got the squad to do it. Have we got the managers to do it? That is the question. We will find out. That wraps us up for another episode. As always, let us know your thoughts in the comments. What would your starting lineup be? Let us know. As always, like, comment, and subscribe. You know the drill. Thank you.